Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice of a licensed psychologist, therapist, or a psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly recommended. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned nor expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to make a decision that cannot be reversed. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, an anonymous and no-judgment podcast created and hosted by me, Rebecca Adams. I was an unfaithful wife. You are not alone. Hello, everybody. This is Rebecca, and welcome to Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hopefully, everybody liked my new intro, changing it up. It's been about three years since I started and I figured, you know what, a lot's changed and we've grown and we've learned and I thought it was time. Today's story is from Natalie and I did receive this story originally earlier in this year, but there have been some changes since she wrote her story and we have talked a little bit and at the very end we will do an update of where everything is now. So, let's get started with Natalie's story. Well, my childhood was amazing. I thought we were the all-American suburban family. We took vacations every year, had a pool, had a dog. My dad was a police officer, and my mom was an accountant. That all changed when my dad moved out when I was seven. I found out that my dad had been cheating for some time, all different women. I remember a little about that time. I know I was sad. My mom, she made us go to a psychologist. She really tried to do all the right things. It was about after a year or so when they decided to reconcile. Things seemed to go well. But after some time, my dad started to cheat once again. My parents bought this huge house together as a band-aid. In less than a year, they separated and divorced. At that point, I went a lot crazy. I was a teenager at this point, so I was out four to five nights a week, drinking heavily, sleeping around. I met my husband after a three-year binge. I was done. I was 21 and he was 26. We met at a bar. He was just wrapping up his time in the military and on home leave. It was never love at first sight for me, but I was in love with the idea of marriage, not in love with him. We dated off and on for about seven months and then two years until we got married. We had children right away. Two girls, three years apart. Our first one was very ill for some time, which took a huge toll on our new marriage. 
We got so busy with life, we began living like roommates for many, many years. My husband was verbally abusive, belittling me. He moved his mother in our home without even asking. I would just sit with my little hands in my lap and agree with everything he said and did. The biggest difference is I've now found my voice. I do not back down from him any longer. Just before I started a new job, I had ended a six-month long-distance affair. We lived about three hours between each other and we met up a handful of times. It was at this new job that I met my affair partner. We had both just started there about three weeks prior. When we met, we both felt instant attraction to one another. And as we got to know each other, we realized that we only lived about 10 minutes apart. He, on several occasions, asked me to come over to his house. I felt hesitant about what this could lead to and getting involved with a coworker is not always the best idea. But we had this strange attraction and it was hard to resist. I was nervous just about being with someone new, not necessarily about an affair. After some time, I finally made the decision to go over to his house. And when I went over, we had sex that first night. It was amazing. I felt no guilt. I was done and my affair was fun. We would laugh. We felt like teenagers. Sex was nothing like I had ever had before. Sometimes we would laugh when we were making love. Then it can be intense and we felt as if we were one. After only a few weeks, I knew I was in love with this man. My husband had suspected. I made no effort to hide it. I honestly thought he couldn't care less. The affair and I would play on Facebook, again, not thinking my husband would even notice. They decided to ban cell phones at work, and that was the biggest way for my affair partner and I to communicate at work, since he and I were in different departments. So, we started using post-its. Cliché, I know. I kept every single one. Again, I made no attempt to hide them, and he found them in my purse. Yes, here's the hard part. I was ready to leave my husband. I invited my husband out for drinks to let all of my feelings out, and I did. Every single thing I'd been feeling over the past 23 years got put on the table. I thought I would for sure cry during this, but not one tear. He was blown away. No clue how I was feeling. He was the one in tears. He was begging me for forgiveness. We were in a public place and he was getting so emotional that we had to leave. My husband made a 200 degree turnaround. He put all he had into our marriage, but I had fallen for my affair partner way too deeply. He was just supposed to be fun. But he was never married with no kids, so he is more than ready to settle down. We are both in our late 40s.
I am an emotional person and this affair carries deep emotions. He would do anything to keep me in his life. So here we are over three years. I'm still with my husband. Both the affair partner and I have tried to end things many times, but we just can't stay away from each other. I feel we are very much soulmates. I have two teenagers, and I have worked like hell for the house my husband and I share. I cannot walk away from the girls and my home. My husband has no idea we are even still in touch. My affair partner, Matt, is ready for me to leave my husband. He has been for years, but I'm not. I know I am going to lose Matt soon if I don't shit or get off the pot. He treats me like a princess, and he has been more than patient. My husband has constantly tested me during our entire marriage. He knows not to say a single word to me about my infidelity. But if he knew we were still in contact, he would speak up. So to wrap it all up, I've lost almost all of my friends. They don't understand and they think less of me. I was fired from my job I shared with my affair partner. Everyone in the office unfortunately knew about our affair. The owner dug into the emails and found one personal email I had sent over two years ago. I was let go because of my relationship with him. I was disposable. He was not. He still works there to this day. I've never been fired from anything. I was beyond devastated. It's just a difficult subject. I'm hoping the affair partner and I will marry one day. We talk about our wedding all the time, so one day, one day. Update. Earlier this month, I received a short message from Natalie. She said she had just broken up with the affair partner after almost four years. She said it was time to move on and she's been working all day since she had sent the message and she really hasn't had time to think about it, but he kept texting her later that night. At this point, she finally responded to his text and things were still heated. Thank you, Natalie, for sending in this story. And I do appreciate you being honest. I mean, you don't sugarcoat it. You say how it is. And in chatting with you online, I know that's your personality. And I think that's great. And I can tell you're a very strong woman. I hope you've been able to remain strong with this breakup. And perhaps you're working on your marriage. Maybe not. How are things with your marriage now that you don't have the affair partner in your mind as much? I'm sure he's still there because you miss him, but you woke up and realized this isn't working and it was time to end it. So definitely keep in touch. Let us know how things are. Um, bottom line, we only, and I say this all the time, we only live once, right? We need to find the most happiness and joy in our lives that we can because we never know when our last day is. And it's tough when you're married with kids in a house. There's so much 
work that's gone on and people relying on each other. It's not like a TV show where, oh, I'm just going to leave my husband and walk out and everybody all of a sudden has nice houses and, you know, like a damn movie from, oh, the Lifetime, no, ha, Hallmark Channel. When the person moves to the small town and she doesn't have a job and she's divorced, but yet her house is immaculate, you know, that doesn't happen in real life. Emotions and possessions and children, all those things. It's all complicated when it comes to having a divorce and moving on, especially when it's regarding um, an affair, leaving a person for an affair partner. And that comes with risks. And as I've mentioned before, you know, it's risky to do that because we don't know what it's like to live with this affair partner full time. We see them at the best of times. We see them when we're excited, but we haven't had the day-to-day grind. Somebody else is, you know, they're not cleaning the toilet or maybe they don't do their laundry or, you know, they're just slobs when you're not around. (laughs) You never really know. And so when we hear these stories from people who are so ready to leave their spouse for the affair partner, my thoughts always are, if you need to leave your marriage, do it for yourself find yourself don't hop into a relationship with the affair partner find yourself get to know that affair partner better where you're not hiding things things are more out in the open and see if that connection is there or if red flags start um it's just it's a big risk and you know it's good to find yourself especially after many years of marriage. I hope you're well. Keep in touch, Natalie, and let us know how things are going. Everybody, I am sure, would love a follow-up. So just a couple of things here before we wrap up today's episode. I wanted to talk about a new friend I met. I want to say hello. She is a new listener. Her name is Dawn, and actually the Marine's cousin lives in the same city that we live in currently and we went to dinner with her and her other half the other night and her friend Dawn and her husband joined and had a great time. Turns out this gal is a huge podcast fan in general so once we started talking about podcasts and the same ones that we like and there were quite a few that we both enjoyed and she really became interested in learning more about my podcast I swapped chairs with uh, the cousin and then Don and I were going blah, 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 when it came to um, talking about podcasts. Had a blast, an amazing woman, beautiful lady, and I was so thrilled to meet her and I'm so excited that she's listening to the show and I just wanted to say hello to her. You know who you are. Also, Just a reminder, if you've been thinking about sending in your story, now is a great time. We have enough stories to get us through the end of this year, Uh, but I am now getting ready for 2023 stories and would love to learn more. And like I've mentioned before, if you're having a hard time sitting down and writing out your story, let me know. Find me on Facebook. You can follow me. uh, You can see the episode notes today. Follow me on Facebook and send me a message through Messenger or you can email me either way, but you can do uh, messenger um, verbal messages as well through messenger. And you can have the story guide in front of you and you can answer those questions verbally. 
I import it, I transcribe it, type it out better because sometimes transcribing says the funniest things, but get it all worked out, send it back to you and have you just make sure I didn't mess up and misunderstand and then your story will be ready to record and stream. So that is an option that I'm finding is working for other people. So if that is something you're just like, oh my God, I just don't think I can sit down and write this. My husband's here, but you're driving around and you're like, you know what? I can just go to the park for a few minutes and I can just send verbal messages like that. Oral, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, And it would work. That would be awesome. So keep that in mind. Thanks again for being here today. Next week, we're going to have a ponder episode. Finally, we're going to discuss the um, have you ever brought a third person into the bedroom and what happened when that happened did it make things better did it make things worse you know what happened after that so that is on next week's let's ponder episode thanks again you guys have a great day on raw truth stories of female infidelity i share stories of women who have been unfaithful to their spouse or partner I give them a safe space to be able to explain what happened and why they chose the direction of infidelity. I also feel it is just as important to understand what the betrayed husband or partner faced when they uncovered the truth. She got more angry than I'd ever seen her. How dare you even suggest that I could do that? And you deviant, I can't believe you'd actually think that. In retrospect, that should have confirmed to me what was going on. The last day of his stay nearby, she said she was going to a cake decorating shop near him. I asked if she was going to call by and say hi to him, but I got another angry response. Two days later, a parking fine arrived in the mail, which confirmed she'd been with him that day, nowhere near that cake shop. A week later, she said she wanted to go to the same cake decorating shop. I was driving, so I asked her to direct me. She says she didn't know where it was and looked it up on the satellite navigator. But you were there only a week ago. How can you not know where it is? No, I wasn't. I ended up going somewhere else. She certainly did. To hear bonus stories of the men's discovery of female infidelity in their relationship and have early access to regular episodes ad-free, subscribe to my Patreon by visiting my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. Subscription pledges start as low as $3 a month. Thank you for listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Your support of the podcast is truly appreciated. Be sure to visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. There, you will find story guides to help form your story, where you can subscribe to Patreon, and an opportunity to vote for the podcast to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. To submit your story, share feedback about the show, or if you have a Let's Ponder suggestion, please email it to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Each story is taken into careful consideration, read without judgment, and always anonymous. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is written, produced, and edited by me, Rebecca Adams. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. 
Be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself. And always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.